Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Dreams are incredible, mysterious powers within you that you have every night. And a reminder that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. A dream doesn't want to tell you what you already know. It wants to tell you something new. It wants reinvention all the time. And that's how it wants you to live your life as well. It wants your life every day is a new beginning, fresh thoughts, new perspectives, curiosity. Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. I am already having way too much fun with my guest. We are cracking up before the show even starts. Um, I'm so excited to round out this last season, season five. I cannot believe I'm finishing up my fifth season with Teresa Chung. And it's a perfect end because we are going to talk today about dreaming. And what a beautiful way to close out the year with sleep and how sleep, how powerful our sleep can be in terms of thinking about maybe starting the new year and focusing on something really important, which is our sleep. So for those of you who don't remember, Teresa was on my show, we think four or five years ago, maybe first or second season, where we talked about premonitions and precognition. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you have to check it out because it was amazing. And she is the only guest I've ever had on to talk about premonitions and precognitions. Today, we are talking about her new book, which came out in 2022, in January of 2022, How to Catch a Dream. But really, we're going to dig into dreaming. So welcome, Teresa. Oh, welcome, Amy. I'm over the moon to be here. I'm back like a recurring dream or nightmare, depending on your perspective when you're listening. I, um. I think dream, for sure dream. It would not have been a nightmare. Otherwise, you wouldn't. You, we wouldn't be here right now. 
I just love the fact we've re reconnected because so much has happened in between. And I was inspired by my conversation with you when I spoke to you and I kind of had a sense of, of connection, which is now playing out. And congratulations, your podcast is awesome. I'm very honored to be on it. It's doing so well. I can see how well it's doing. And you are just an amazing interviewer and host and thank oh, you for having me thank back. you such beautiful kind words I'm so excited to have you and like I said before I don't always have um, guests on again a lot of people ask to come back on the show but I really always want to bring new value to my listeners and you have so much to add where this is concerned so where dreams are concerned so I really want to dig in I, I'm fascinated on this from a personal perspective, also from the perspective of being a therapist and the use of dreams in therapy, um, having kids who are incredible dream reporters. So clearly they're incredible dreamers. I don't remember anything, which I learned I got to work on because um, I'm not going to be a lucid dreamer if I don't. But let's start <laughs> with um, why dreams are so important to help us understand ourselves better. Well, to quote from the movie and book Dune, dreams are messages from our deep. What we get when we enter the dream state is a snapshot of our unconscious beliefs about ourselves, where our mindset has currently taken us, right? And in our waking life, often the things we unconsciously deep down believe about ourselves or life, we bury, we don't want to face. Therefore, in our life, we can be doing everything right, practicing our affirmations, positive thinking, you know, power rituals, all this, but still not feel fulfilled or be attracting the success and happiness we deserve. And that is because deep down, our unconscious isn't on board, hasn't yet been convinced. So therefore, dreams are so important because we get to see what we truly believe about ourselves. And when we see that, we can understand it and start influencing it and changing it. I'm actually come to the belief now that if you can start influencing your dreams and make them a bit happier and, and start dreaming about what you want to happen in your life, you're far more likely to manifest it in your life. Because if you dream something happens, it means your unconscious believes it to be true and possible. And what you believe to be true and possible deep down is what you tend to attract. I think dream work, dream incubation is the most neglected manifesting tool there is. There's far too much emphasis on what you do in the waking state when you're manifesting and not enough about digging deep into the unconscious reality, what's within you. And sometimes that isn't going to be very pleasant. A lot of us fear our dreams and, and, and we meet a lot of negativity and toxicity there. But it's really important that we understand these negative thought patterns and mindsets, which we see symbolically reenacted in our dreams, were born of good intention. We, we got these negative mindsets as a protection, often when we were younger, they actually formed, so to have some compassion for, don't beat yourself up when the, the negative self-chatter comes in, um, because it actually started with good intention to try and protect you from something, right? But so, it's no longer relevant. You've got to let go of a mindset that's stopping you and holding you back. And dreams can actually help you do that. They can showcase mindsets which are limiting your ability to attract success and happiness. So... 
I'm going to use me as a personal example because it's easiest. Um, I don't remember dreams very often. I sometimes will remember bits and pieces, never a cohesive narrative. And why is that? And what can I do to help myself remember dreams? Because I don't, we all dream. It's not that I'm not dreaming. I'm just not remembering the dream. So how do I begin to start doing that? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A poor dream recall is very, very common. And it happens often because your waking life, and I can only imagine all the things you do, knowing what you do with your career and with this and with your family, is overpowering. The waking material world has got so dominant that you haven't it, that when you fall asleep and have dreams and wake up in the morning, they don't have a chance to make their presence felt because the conscious world, the material, is so powerful, it knocks it away. Because the unconscious is very subtle and gentle and it can't compete with waking reality and all the logic and reason there. So what you simply have to do is maybe, you know, I'm sure you do that anyway, spend more time in the day reflecting, thinking about dreams, more time maybe losing yourself in daydreams, reading novels, fantasy, gaming, these kind of things, practicing the dream state. And also just, you know, before you go to sleep saying, I would like to have a dream and I would like to recall it bringing your attention just before you fall asleep to the dreaming state. But you probably don't have time for that. You're probably just so exhausted you fall asleep. <laughs> well, yeah, that is pretty much true. And then when I wake up, oftentimes, Waking reality just snaps you, snaps you into that right. and, and all like, dreams just exactly. fade away. Um, and when you wake up, keep still um, because any kind of movement actually is the enemy of dream recall when you wake up. Keep still for a minute or two. Because as soon as you wake up, your brainwave goes into a different state where logic and reason, ego and, and conscious reality take over. And as I said, they're too dominant for your unconscious world to, to break through. So keep still for a minute or two with your eyes closed, preferably, because there's some research to indicate that simply blinking redirects your mind. Wow. So you want to keep your mind in that dream mode and then just wait for images to bubble to the surface. If nothing comes, think of an emotion because your dreams, and you have been dreaming, even you don't recall. People who say they don't dream, they do. They're just not recalling it, as you well know. The emotion you wake up with will have been inspired by the story or scenario or what happened in the dream state. So just write down the emotion, I feel. Simply just writing down, I feel on a piece of paper will trigger dream memories. 
They and will then, come. And then from there, I can begin to understand my unconscious better based yes. on what's coming up in the dream. Yeah. And just write down keywords. In the morning, you're busy. You've got your day to get on with. People make the mistake of trying to decode first thing and that gets them stressed. Stress is the enemy of all dream recall and all psychic awakening and spiritual and, growth. And, and all everything. <laughs> and all that. And physical <laughs> issues and, and, and. That's right. Because sometimes I get dream overcrowding sometimes. But there's so many memories. I, and I just write the ones at the top of my inbox are there for a reason. Your dreaming mind has put them. Just go for three. I think if you just write down three keywords, that's enough. And then later at the day, in the evening, preferably before you go to bed, brainstorm associations, because these are symbols. Dreams are not literal in the great majority of cases. Sometimes they are because dreams are mysterious. You can't ever fully define them. But the majority of times they are symbolic. And what you need to do is free associate and dig deep beneath the surface and the trouble is today, a lot of us take things very literally. You know, in times past, in ancient times, we have an instinctive understanding of the language of symbols, metaphors, what lies beneath. That's how we, we spoke and communicated. But we've lost that because of science and technology and life getting easier and safer. So you need to kickstart symbolic thinking. And that's where like my books and, and other book, dream books come, come into play because they can help you think symbolically again. It's, and, and I, but a simple self-help technique, if you don't want to read dream dictionaries or books, is to simply read a poem and go back to your English literature classes at school where the teacher said, can you decode that? Can you understand what this poem is about? Because on first reading, the poem doesn't quite make sense. But then you go through it line by line and you look at alliteration, assonance, figurative language, pathetic fallacy, metaphors, symbols, associations, and then a meaning comes through. So all of your dreams really are night poetry. Think of every dream you have as a poem, write it down, or a work of art if you're artistic. And the joy of a great work of art is often, you look at Salvador Dahl, let's give him for an example. You know, he actually transcribes images from his dreams and they become his artwork. He calls his artwork photographs of a dream. First time you look at it, you think that is bizarre, doesn't make sense at all. But then if you ponder and reflect, all the layers will start appearing. And that's exactly with your, your own dreams every night are a great work of art and a potentially great poem for you to get the meanings behind. Um, and just keep going through yeah. the meanings. If none come, that's when dream dictionaries come in because they look at the common associations. Go for the personal associations first, then go for the common and wait until you get a eureka moment, a bubble of excitement, typically in your gut or your heart rate, because they are the, the psychic parts of you. You know, your, the, your body can speak to you. Wait for that to come. If none comes and you still don't understand the meaning of a dream, Simply dream the next night. A big mistake with dream work is getting hung up on one dream. Dreams work like a Netflix series you love. You have to tune in for the next thrilling installment. And dreams will often comment on each other. And I actually suggest to people listening, please don't decode your dreams until you've actually recorded at least 20. Because only then can you see how they are commenting on your waking life, brainstorming, sometimes had done a lot of work with precognition, potentially foreshadowing the future. But you need to see that. You need to prove to yourself you're a dreaming being and that your dreams have a, an awareness of the bigger picture of your life. It's a big mistake, actually, in a dream. So 
you had you you talk about this in your book. My kids will probably be very grateful for this. Not that they listen to my podcast, but maybe one day they, they will. will. One day they will say, <laughs> "See, mom, video games weren't the worst thing in the world." No, they're not. As long as they're in moderation, Amy. Like anything in life, if you know, you don't want to get addicted to them. But half an hour to an hour a day, I actually recommend. Video gaming for an active brain. There's been studies to show it can boost concentration, coordination. Because what you're doing in a video game is you're immersing yourself in an alternative reality. And you're kind of practicing the dream state, um, especially video games when it's you who have the perspective on it. And, you know, one video game I love is Skyrim. It's like walking into a dream. And I always have brilliant dreams after during the day I've spent, played Skyrim. <laughs> Because it gets that symbolic. What is the research behind video games and dreaming? Is there research a behind lot. it? Um, video gamers tend to have more likelihood of lucid dreaming. That's knowing you're dreaming when you're dreaming. And indeed, Xbox, um, I hope I can mention brands here, they recently released a gaming series called Power Your Dreams, which were inspired by visions in the dreams of gamers. Um, they got gamers to, to to record their dreams. And you can actually see that in many of these uh, stunning video games, that they are very dreamlike. Same with great literature. You know, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was a vision in a dream. And that was the first sci-fi novel, which went on to inspire many others. And Stephen King often says his dreams create his novels. And you, you could go through history um, <laughs> and literature and art and find how many times dreams have inspired greatness and talking about greatness Einstein comes to mind very vivid dreamer the theory of relativity was inspired again by his dream of of, of going on it I think on a very fast he was he was in space I can't remember the dream actually but he writes about it very eloquently and how it triggered the theory of relativity and a reason he could have this leap of scientific faith in the dream state is because in the waking state where logic and reason are dominant it won't let you go there it will put a brakes on your creativity but in the dream state the only thing missing is logic and reason now logic and reason is very important in waking life because we need to get by in our waking world but sometimes for that leap of faith that we all need to take sometimes to make a giant leap forward we need to suspend disbelief. And you can do that, you see, every night when you dream. You can make wild associations between two things you never thought would be connected. How do you differentiate between a dream and a nightmare? They're the same thing. A, a nightmare is just an extreme dream. And actually, nightmares are transformative okay. gifts. I, don't, I want people to lose their fear of nightmares. Okay, you will wake up in panic and shock. To take some deep breaths, right? And thank your dreaming mind for waking you up. You have a nightmare when there is something really important your unconscious wants to tell you. But it's probably sent this message in dreams the nights before, but they've been too gentle. You know, maybe you walking through a field and flying or whatever, and you've just not paid attention. A nightmare, you are guaranteed to remember your dreaming mind loves you so much, it's shocking you with images that are so grisly that, you, that it knows for sure you're going to think about it because your dreaming mind wants you to reflect on what it's trying to tell you. 
And it's kind of got fed up because you haven't been paying attention. So first of all, thank your dreaming mind for the transformative gift of your nightmare. It is saying something about your current mindset, what you're doing, thinking and feeling, choosing to do, think and feel in your waking life is dissonant right now. You need to course correct. That's what your nightmare is saying. So have a different mindset. Have a mindset shift in your waking life. Do things different. Choose different thoughts and different feelings and the nightmare won't return. Because nightmares really are shaping some potential futures. And if you don't like the future, change it. How do we differentiate between a nightmare and a bad precognition or premonition? All the same thing. Because basically a precognition is a potential future. The future is written, but it can also be changed. I know this sounds <laughs> very contradictory, but it, this is the truth. As I say, if you're going to, if you have a ball in your hand and you decide to drop that ball, the future of that ball is on the floor. But when you drop it, if at the last minute you decide, no, I'm going to catch it, change your mind, you alter the intended future of that ball. You understand what I'm trying to say? And it's exactly the same with precognitions and nightmares. They showcase to you, offer you a glimpse of the future you are creating with your current mindset, actions, thoughts, and feelings. However, the power is always in the now. If you change your current mindset, thoughts, and feelings, you can course correct that future and create a different future so it is a precognitions and nightmares are gifts they're trying to get you to course correct so let me ask i'm going to keep bringing it back personal because i've got you on here so i woke up on the morning of october 7th panicked i had a horrible nightmare that i was with my son in a wide open space and we could see a gunman, and that gunman was going after people. There was nowhere for us to hide. I was trying to lay on top of him and cover him and protect him. We were on, on a building. It was just like vast, wide open space. I wake up, and we all know what happens, happened on October 7th, or what had happened when I had, ha was having this dream. It was, had already happened because of the time difference. What what is that? Well, you 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 weren't aware of what had happened, and you mm -hmm. just picked up on it. Incredible! Uh, again, it's not pleasant to experience that. You can take it two ways. You can take it for the personal way that you want to keep your son safe. You know, which every mother wants to do. You want to make sure that he's forewarned and is protected as much as possible. But you can also see it as potentially precognitive, that you had a precognitive experience there. Now, when you have a premonition like that, um, all you can do is write it down. If you are able to alert authorities anonymously, I would suggest people do that. There's no harm, nothing but done. Was but was it a precognition? Because what had happened had already happened. It just hadn't happened in my timeline <laughs> yeah but you picking up on the vibes that are out there showing how interconnected we are and how 
absolutely mysterious and wonderful our, our, we are, you know, our spark, our soul. You were picking up on something. This happens to pe- people far more often than we realize. It is, in my humble opinion, the norm and not the exception to have these kind of experience. Of course, we will pick up it on it. We are interconnected. Our spirit, our spiritual source, our essence is part of the whole universal source or essence. We are interconnected. And the more empathetic a person you are, the more likely you are to pick up on these trends. And that's why with big global events, for example, like 9-11, many people before and after it happened, even when they didn't know it had happened, were having images in their mind of planes and towers. People also before the pandemic were having dreams of masks and viruses picking up on things. And I don't understand how it happens. I just am overjoyed that it does because it illustrates our shared humanity and our ability to connect with the essence of others. And that's the wonder of dream work and psychic awakening. It doesn't make you selfish or narcissistic or, you know, an ego. It actually makes you more open and understanding that your struggles is everybody's struggles and that we're all connected and that the kinder and more compassionate we are to others, the better and and more healed the world will be. But but specifically in that example, there would be nothing that someone could do to change the outcome, right? There's some things, you know, that's what they say is wisdom. Change the things you can, and you just have to let go of the things that you cannot. That's that's something about the spiritual path that spiritual people often struggle with. They see bad things happening to good people, and it's very difficult to accept that sometimes there are things you cannot change. There are things so mysterious beyond our understanding, but you do what you can. You work on what you can, which is your own mindset, your own dream world, and you make the very best out of what you can do. Because I think one person healing from the inside out, understanding who they are, evolving, one person doing that inspires others to do the same you become like a candle and a light and it's just just continuous you healing helps the world heal people don't understand that but just one person healing understanding becoming more aware helps the world becoming more more conscious the more of us do that the more the light can shine in the darkness right and dreams are a way of becoming more conscious they are for me. I mean, I'm biased because I, 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 I've written and researched it, worked with scientists. You know, this is what I do. I, I think dreams are the best starting point because they're safe, um, and you know they're accessible to everyone, and you can work at them at your own pace. And for me, anyone listening to this interview who has recalled a dream. You can be sure that you are a psychic being. You are psychic awake. You are psychically awakening. Dreams are incredible, mysterious powers within you that you have every night, and a reminder that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. Because scientists still don't know why we dream. 
I'm delighted to say, since I last spoke to you, sleep and dream research since the pandemic, when everybody was dreaming because of the lockdown dream phenomenon, sleep and dream research is now coming to the conclusion that mystics have known since the beginning of time. Dreams are not random firings of the brain. They are good for your brain health, for your holistic well-being. Dream recall is good for you. And dreams can be problem solvers. They can be cathartic. They can be healing. Um, they, they are creativity hacks. There's so much research to show now. There's a lot of excitement, actually, in dream research and sleep research about the dream state and its potential. There was a study recently published about lucid dreaming and its ability to heal trauma of veterans suffering. That was my very <laughs> next question as you were talking about the excitement around dream research. Lucid dreaming has really gotten a lot of hype lately. Yes. What is how is how is lucid dreaming exactly defined? How does it differ from regular dreaming and dream recall? Um, I always think of that song, "Lucid Dreaming," and my kids talking. I'm talking about my kids a lot today, but my kids talking about wanting to lucid dream. So, what is it, and how can we begin to do it? Sorry, lucid dreaming is knowing you're dreaming when you're dreaming. It is considered the holy grail of dreaming um, because when you know you're dreaming, when you're dreaming, you can literally do or be anything, practice skills, meet people, role play, be or do anything. Um, and it's so exciting um, because it's where research is clustering at the moment and it's been shown to help veterans suffering from PTSD. A recent study showed, I think, in about over 80% of cases, the uh, teaching them lucid dreaming techniques to, to, to go in the dream state and revisit their trauma and re-script it helped them when other types of therapy hadn't. My only concern with all this emphasis on lucid dreaming is that it kind of minimizes your ordinary dreams but I am a passionate champion for ordinary dreams because I don't think any dream is ordinary I think every dream is extraordinary and lucid dreaming is quite hard to achieve you it requires certain techniques so what I suggest is people work on their dream recall dream decoding because the more you do that the more likely you are the more you do that naturally the more likely you are to have a lucid dream. I want people to actually not forget about lucid dreaming, just enjoy it if it happens, but it's quite a rare dream state. And I want them to concentrate more on their dreams every night and see the magic in them. They are just as extraordinary and have just as much potential for healing, for creativity, for personal growth, for spiritual psychic awakening as lucid dreaming. So I'm, I'm championing your every night dream. <laughs> well, it's interesting as well. too, as you talk about lucid dreaming, the sort of experiencing for particularly for veterans, it does make me think about the research that's coming out in terms of psychedelic use for PTSD and whether or not there's some, something similar that's happening there where you're a, you're ability to observe yourself and your experience without being in the experience is where the healing can happen. Yes. Yeah. And also your ability to re-script it. And that's good advice for any um, 
a parent whose child is having nightmares, instead of saying, oh, it's just a dream, never say that if a child wakes up with a nightmare, it's just a dream, because for them, it felt very real. Encourage them to share the dream and then tell them to rewrite the ending and turn monsters into butterflies, showing them that they are the creator of their dreams. Dreams don't happen to us. They are created by and for us. And that's a really important shift for people who are suffering from anxiety, dreams, nightmares, especially children, to learn at a very early age, they're in charge of what their dreaming mind serves up to them every night. It doesn't happen. Your dreams are your creation. They're what your current mindset is focusing on. But they speak in this weird symbolic language, what you need to learn first. But they are your creation. They don't happen to you. You're creating them. What is it about lucid dreams that has gotten so much attention? Is it the ability to to control something? I think it is. I think it's it's the ability to to literally be or do anything, the infinite potential in the dream state. You're not limited by anything. It's wildly exciting. Um, and it's also very dramatic, um, you know, and that's why the media loves it. You know, we've got movies like Inception, one of my favorite movies ever, which, you know, if you want to know more about lucid dreaming, it gets a lot right, not everything, but a lot right about lucid dreaming and its potential. Um, but as I said, I want to bring the focus back to every night dreams because the trouble is people start feeling like they're a failure if they can't have a lucid dream. And that just makes me so sad because lucid dreaming and I've been on every single course imaginable to, for the lucid dreaming. I've had some of them myself, but sometimes, however hard I try, I can't trigger it. And then when I do finally have a lucid dream, I get so excited. I wake up and my dream collapses and it's an enormous amount of work. And, um, you know, unless you want to go to a monastery and, and devote yourself to achieving the lucid dreaming state, I would suggest just fall in love with your every night dreams, learn their language, learn dream speak and enter into this delicious dialogue that you have every night with your unconscious self. And start understanding what your unconscious self wants you to know. Because understanding is always the beginning of wisdom. When you understand it, you can have compassion for any negative self-talk that's replaying in your dreams every night. Understand why that negative self-talk happened. As, as I said earlier, it often started with good intentions to protect you. But you've got to realize you're grown up now or you've moved on and you don't need that negative mindset anymore. Let it go. To risk <laughs> quoting from Frozen, many of our dreams want us to yeah. let it go. Let well, go of what no longer serves you. And that can be relationships. But most often um, it is mindsets that you have has become habitual and that you well, need and it's to so, let go it's of. So, it's so interesting to me because people often bring their dreams into therapy sessions and they tell me their dream and then they look at me. And my response is like, they, they're like, what does it mean? And I, the first thing I always say is, you tell me first what you think it means to you. Yes. And then I can help you see if there might be pieces that I think you're missing because of something we talked about or how things have shown up for you. But you are the interpreter of your dream, not me. Yes, absolutely. Ask your dream questions when you have a dream. See what your personal interpretation is. So, Teresa, 
Thank you so much again for your wisdom on this topic. Well, this is a new topic, but the precognition was a fascinating one to talk about as well. Um, you are a book making machine, which we talked about before you even got <laughs> on. Um, I mean, even since this book came out, there's another book that's come out, which is called Empower Your Inner Psychic, which could probably be a whole other uh, podcast topic. That was a joy to write. I really uh, explored deeply uh, psychic abilities and uh, the science, where the science currently is, is at. Um, I really enjoyed that book. Well, if people are interested in your work, where can they find you? I mean, you've been on a lot of media, so they could find you there. But where else can they find you? And now I'm on Dr. Amy Robbins, and I'm thrilled. And um, they can find me on Teresa Chung on Instagram or www.teresachung.com. But I'm I'm a very prolific author. As I said, I constantly like to reinvent myself. I'm kind of living dreams, really, because dreams, I should have said, they want to surprise you constantly. Mm. A dream doesn't want to tell you what you already know. It wants to tell you something new. It wants reinvention all the time. And that's how it wants you to live your life as well. It wants your life every day is a new beginning, fresh thoughts, new perspectives, curiosity. Well, and what a way to go into 2024, I think, is we always make all of these resolutions about I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to exercise more, I'm going to eat better. Why not start with your sleep and your dreams? You're going to understand yourself better through your dreams. And this episode is coming out on December 31st. You're going to start the night. You're probably not going to sleep tonight, but you're going to sleep tomorrow. Oh, I must say, so start then. I must say, I did some work with a Jap Japanese company recently. They were wanting me to help them interpret their dreams. And in Japanese culture, the first dream you have in the new year kind of like is believed to be uber precognitive and to set the tone. So pay attention, especially to January the 1st, what you wake up with on your mind. So exciting. I, it, the timing was perfect. I just did the rest of my podcast for the year, put them all in order. And I was like, this is perfect. We're going to end the year on a dream and start the year on a dream. So everybody <laughs> put your dreams out there, manifest what you want in this next year in your dreams tonight, and let that be the most important dream you have for the next year. Teresa, thank you so very much again. It was just lovely, as always, being in your presence, chatting with you. Uh, have a wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year. And thank you. Happy New Year, too. Thank you. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.